You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of all is coming up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. topic uh i guess i'm your host nick uh this is weird uh, va is off uh touring the country and good for her because uh, i'm jealous i think she's spending some time in nashville which is one of my favorite cities so we are joined by anthony jeff and tim uh i guess it's just the boys club today so guys night in mm-hmm. Let's drink However, them. next week's episode, presumably VA will show up with um, uh, Roman Yossi tied up in the back of her car. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that reminds me of a great Down Goes Brown video with what, Blog Salmon or whatever, how it's pronounced. But it's the Leafs Christmas party when Kessel was still with the Leafs. And, they, you know, they're giving out gifts and Gustafson is there for the Leafs, whatever. And <laughs> Tess, uh, Vesa Tosla gets the starter hat. Aww. Oh, I thought I was going to get it. We'll get yours later, Jonas. But anyway, so Phil Castle gets his present, and it's Mark Savard all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, don't untie him, though, because he'll run to the police. But Mark Savard with both hands tied behind his back is way better than what you're going to get. Yay. <laughs> wow. It's a great, great video. Oh, savvy. That's a lot of nostalgia right there. Even the mention of Toskla. That's, uh, yeah. someone scored original. on him. From, uh, Falling ice. down after failing to stop a 200-foot um, goal. Is, That's uh... it, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Classic. Yep, I'm sure he doesn't regret that. We didn't have that many games this week. Only two. And for the game of the week, we normally try to pick the one which the Bruins win. And we especially like to pick the one that has more than one goal. So It was so boring. Yeah, the Minnesota... No, for the sake of EA... We're not good, that we're not even going to mention what that what the team <laughs> that what. team <laughs> that team that team in that game was uh, was dreadful. But no, it wasn't dreadful. You guys the can Jets tell game? me. Yes, that's correct, sir. Good job, Anthony. Thanks. Although <laughs> it's not really that great of a job because I could have sworn that game was in Winnipeg and I missed the first period, thinking the game started at eight. I'll Shit. edit that out. I'll edit that out. It's okay. Ah, screw it. Leave it. Yeah, and I, I was. That's that was gonna be the joke. Um, oh, it always so, is. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. If it if we say we'll cut that out, I never. I'm never gonna cut that out. I don't think EA ever does when she. I don't says. think she does either. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to talk about the game? It's good. So holy shit, the Jets are shitty, huh? They're yeah, they're a disappointment. Minus line A. Twelve goal. shots on goal, only five at evens. How does that even happen? I I don't know. Um, I don't know at all. And somehow no the no scoring happened in the first, despite the Bruins what putting up fourteen shots in the first period. Yeah, I think so. Thirteen or fourteen. I think it was fourteen to four. I remember that as I was uh, drinking whiskey at a whiskey bar. I'm like, hey, mm. hey, friends who don't like hockey. Check this out. They didn't understand the big deal. <laughs> yeah, that's their loss. Yeah, I know. If, if Rask only faces 12 shots in a game, 
Is it really considered a game? See, the thing is, because he faced so few shots, actually, a save percentage wasn't that wasn't really all that great for the game, all things considered. Only a nine point well, seven because um, he only faced twelve shots. Well, he probably left the last <laughs> goal in because he was asleep. Yeah, he <laughs> took a nap. Like, jeez, Lord knows I did. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tuka earned a nap, earned a nap after his previous week, right? So yeah. yeah. Yes. Speaking of which, you know, sounds like Dobie will be back uh, imminently. So uh, presumably, Tuka will stop starting all of the games. Um, I, I was a little worried about uh, him playing so many games, but if he's playing this well, I'm uh, I'm not going to complain. Especially and that means oh. my love is going back down to Abaddon. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's been playing great, but yeah, Zane will be going back down, which means um, uh, Vladar will be on his way back to Atlanta. Um, and uh, Malcolm is uh, apparently like shitting the bed horribly uh, this year in, in Providence. Um, uh, I, I was just going to hope you are going to end the sentence at shitting. And apparently, Malcolm is shitting. Like, yeah, yeah, he is. He's not. He's definitely not playing good hockey. I think any concern we had of losing him in expansion is, is rapidly going away. That's that's all part of the plan, to keep him. Sweenius! Anyway. <laughs> Idiot savant <laughs> GM. Unless yeah. you want to live in Las Vegas, or rather, in Las Vegas' affiliate, Mm-hmm. You need to shit the bed hard this year. Yeah. Like, like eat way fucking more fiber. Take laxatives exactly tw- exactly eight hours before you go to bed. Um, yeah. I'm still pulling for Las Vegas' affiliate to come to Portland. Bring the pirates back to Portland. I'll sign that online petition. Would you also sign our bring the queue to Manchester petition? Yes. Petition? Yeah, I'll do that too. I want a Quebec team in Manchester. <laughs> the non-monarchs are awful. The unmonarchs, yeah. Screw the new Springfield franchise, the Springfield Thunderbirds. Fuck you. Well, how could they not even? How could they not even get a, try to call them Falcons? It seems like a kind of pissing in the face of the Springfield fans too. Yeah, they're the Thunderbirds, and guess what? They can suck a dick. <laughs> You're here first, here, folks. Tim says Thunderbirds can suck it's a like, dick. <laughs> um, Winston Salem, North Carolina, is getting a minor league team uh, called the Thunderbirds, but they're uh. It's an independent league that feeds into the ECHL. It's, it's below the ECHL. Yes. So is, is this is, it, is this is not the this is not the SPHL? Um, is there some just high school? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a local beer league, and they just told us we can maybe make the ECHL. Um, no, it is not the uh, SP, you know, SPHL, the Southern. I don't know what the hell it's called, but I know Southern that, Professional Hockey League. Yeah, that. League has the Knoxville Ice Bears, uh, which is a lovely team. It is not that league. There's is multiple it, independent shitty leagues F- out is there. Is the FHL the, the the Federal Hockey League? That is correct, sir. You would get it eventually. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I recall some years ago, Chowder had a com- actually wrote to the commissioner trying to find out how they could form a team in Quincy. They wanted to call it call it the Quincy Adamses. I I okay. Not only would I sign that online petition, I would donate $10 for that. <laughs> oh, well. I guess I'll just be stuck rooting for the Winston-Salem uh, Thunderbirds. So the game of the week okay. was, was great. 
Yeah. You know, people that have been uh, having trouble scoring got off the schneid. Um, Yeah, uh, I think I saw a stat that uh, uh, Marsh hadn't scored in 13 games. Uh, Yeah, he'd been been putting up assists like no other. But uh, this this was only his sixth goal. And Mm -hmm. he had had scored a bunch of that previous five in that opener opener against, um, uh, against Columbus, right? So... And Columbus ain't all that bad. So good for him scoring in that game. Bergeron, my boy, Bergeron, I got your jersey. He finally, uh, you know, got on the score score sheet again. Yeah, it was only his third goal. Um, yeah. My prediction for, for three 30-goal scorers there, not looking great. No. However, Poss is on track to be like a 40-goal scorer so me coming back. So that might make up for so it. The, your, I guess your average will still be true. Perhaps. Yes. Possibly better score like 60 than to make that work at this rate. But, ah, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You just need that line to score score 90. Yeah. So if Pasta scores 40, you're looking at 25-25 minimum for both of the players. And then Bergie and Marshy are both two good two good shooters to keep scoring this, yeah. this low. They're way behind their, uh, their career yeah. shooting averages. So. Wad, for better or for worse, uh, does not play the second and third lines all that much. The, sec- the second and third lines have been struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see why it's happening, yes. Um, uh, and now we're start- Now as we're seeing the Krejci line start to stabilize yes. and improve, maybe it'll balance out better? I do agree. I think they're uh, slowly turning things around. That said, given the nature of our personnel makeup, the best case scenario would be for Claude to give that top line and the fourth line, and, and, and the great current look fourth line, the hardest minutes, and then just give very, very predatory minutes to the middle two, to whichever com- permutation the middle six becomes, right? Because, you know, when Vitrano comes back in a month, who knows what that middle six is actually going to end up looking like. No worries. Tim Schaller has three goals, and Dominic Moore has four, just as we all predicted. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sad as all get out that, that Achari's out, but, you know, I mean, we talked about it here before. We yeah. love this fourth line mm-hmm. very much. And uh, who does who doesn't love Tim Schaller? Pride of New Hampshire. Woo! Woo! I believe he's a famous scientist as well. Well known. Well known. Very well known. Yeah, right. Not Dr. famous. Dr. Schaller. Uh, I don't very understand well known. that joke, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. His Twitter. He says he's a well-known scientist. And yeah, his, uh, his five points has him tied with Krug, uh, Zarnik, and Bergeron. Uh, in the for, for the team scoring right now. So. Yeah. The the doctor's in the house. The doctor is in, and it's not McGillicuddy. But all, you know, we're we're talking so rosy here. I just got to remind everyone, Jimmy Hayes has uh, played 16 games and has zero points. I don't want to talk about that. Okay, let's move Cause, on. Because hot Hayes. takes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and statements. <laughs> well, I have well, a no. crazy stat, too. What's here, that? this is going back to our goalies here. Malcolm Zuban. Um, his stats are almost as bad as empty net on the stat sheet. On the stat sheet. Oh god. So, <laughs> that's not good. You're telling me that an empty net is just slightly worse. Slightly worse. Hmm. It's alright, we got Mac. We got the Mac attack. Yeah, Mac, Mac looks like a, a legit NHL backup, I think. So The Mac attack. Is back, Jack. And uh, Dobby is starting his second. He on his conditioning stint, starting his second game. To, right, he's playing his second game as we speak in Providence. Um, 
I think it was uh, Matt Kalman earlier tweeted that we can probably expect to see him, see him as our backup in Boston. Well, in, not in Boston. Yeah, in Boston against um, uh, St. Louis on, on Tuesday, probably. That's fantastic. So my guess then is Javi's first start back might be a Ottawa on Thursday. Ottawa? That's Thanksgiving or Day. Or Calgary American on Thanksgiving would be a better call of that back-to-back. Uh, Throw soft meat. No. For the hell of it, I wanted to look up uh, how the Jets are currently doing. Um, they have 34 seconds remaining in the second period. They have 18 shots on goal. Uh, no. So they're doing better today. Okay, apparently, it's not just the Jets being bad. Our, de- our defense was that good yesterday. Maybe we've been underselling that. Is uh, I read again. I didn't see a lot of the game, but I was reading stuff on Twitter. People directly saying that like every time Line I tried to enter the zone, Carlos just like no, nope. no, no, wingspan. <laughs> it's been mentioned on this podcast before, and I will mention it again because it it uh, makes me happy. Carlo has rejuvenated Chara. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as our little lion man really starts to get things going, we're, we're going to be uh, doing quite well. And then, frankly, his last few games, he's already been showing signs that he's finally over that wrist injury, thing, by the looks of it. The little lion man. So that's... Older. Yeah. This, and uh, this is the circle of the defensive life. Uh, uh, I love the translation of that. Uh, it's a lion. It's a lion. Really? Come here, yeah, we can do this. That's all it translates to. But no, I'm I'm glad uh I'm glad Krug is doing well. Mostly because he replied to one of my tweets. Yeah, what did he reply to? I couldn't find the uh the parent ah. tweet. So I uh I was at Munn Ice Arena in uh, East Lansing, Michigan State's hockey rink, and they have pictures of all the All-Americans. And there's this horrible, horrible picture of Krug in his his, uh, All-American honor at Michigan State. I mean, his hair is worse than mine in this photo. So I took a picture and tagged him in it, and I said, Krug once looked like an ugly baby. Um, And he replied... Um, best times of my life. <laughs> I mean, he still does look like a little kid. Uh, I mean, he's younger than me. So, uh, this was, I guess he was an All-American in 2012, if I remember correctly. So, he looked very young, and, and the hair was, uh, lots of flow. Lots of flow and hair gel. Those first couple back. years in Boston, he had some pretty mean flow. I mean, that's what, when he got the little lion, the baby lion, uh. Yeah, it looks exactly like that. There you go. It just flows like yours. Um, yeah. I'm going for more, uh, like, I got some flow, but I try to be look, look a bit more ratty, a bit more raggedy. Uh, it's true. His flow is very neatly manicured. Yeah, mine's not. A lot of split ends. Uh, There's birds living in it. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I guess the real question is, looking at this translation for Lion King, it says something about a leopard. Who is the leopard on the defense to pair with Krug? Oh, it'd have to be McQuaid. It appears so. The, the, he usually gets a black eye. He's got spots. But the leopards are like, you know, like stealthy and suave, you know. Here comes a lion, father. Oh, yes, it's a lion. This is like the translation. It's, here comes a lion, father. Oh, yes, it's a lion. We're going to conquer 
a lion and a leopard come to this open place. I suspect that's not actually the translation because that that no, just no. <laughs> yep, that's that's exactly it. So we got to figure out who the leopard is to bring to this open place. See, you know, if our listeners would communicate with us, we'd we would cheerfully ask them for their input. But yes, tell us who is that leopard? I want to know who that leopard is, listeners. Although we can't say that they don't really talk to us because we've had some pretty good interaction lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Photoshop, yeah. Some some other person saying they liked VA's rant. Yeah. Hey, Wardy. Who do you think the leopard is? <laughs> We're so dumb, but I love us <laughs> a lot. You know, I go to bed thinking to myself, people listen to us. What else? What else is on tap? Anything? Anything at all? Krug. He's good. Okay, so I actually, like him. Yeah, so Krug's an interesting one, right? Because um, like, uh, we've watched the, his development uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, He's already long since superseded his reputation of being a, a one-dimensional um, offensive defenseman. Um, over the course of last season, we saw the type of his his amount and types of minutes change dramatically over the course of last season. His, last year was a big development year for him. And he'd earned his extension, and then, of course, because he'd uh, apparently been playing possibly most of last season with that injury, uh, the recovery time's been taking, taking a bit longer, right? You know, I mean, neither he nor Krejci were originally expected to be there for the start of the season. Um, Krug starting the season, starting the opener was less of a shock than Krejci, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Um, and to be fair, and in comparison, he has he earned the early go looked a lot better than Krejci did. Yeah, that's not saying a lot. Krejci looked really bad for the first ten games or so. Yeah, he's pretty awful. Yeah, Krug was rough, but not that, but not, but not so, but not, but not nearly that rough. And he's definitely picking up. He's starting to score now, so he's getting back into game rhythm. He wasn't Joe Morrow on the terrible scale. No, he was no, not that's Joe Morrow. Still Joe Morrow. I gotta give Joe Morrow props. That assist he had uh, with the first goal of the game and uh, against the Jets. That was a that was a beaut. Yeah, he had the right tool for the job there. It was it laid out on the last... ground, but he found it. He found the it right wasn't tool. Just last night. His last couple of games he's been decent because he played in the he played in that game on Thursday. And I think he was playing before that too. He played a, he played against the Abs as well, didn't he? I believe so. Excuse me, guys. Sorry. He's been quietly competent, which is uh, more than we can really say about Joe Morrow in the past. He's playing like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> he hasn't scored on it's us. It's not really the same thing as quietly competent, Tim. Playing <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> that's good. You, that's <laughs> that very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tory Crew, for what it's worth, the poor guy's still shooting. Just under two percent. Oh, it's ridiculous because he's still fire putting a ton of rubber on net. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. That's a bad shooting percentage, but not so bad if you're drinking. Milk. Um, right yeah. now, he is uh, second on the team in shots on goal behind behind Berge. He is uh, out shooting uh, Pasternak and uh, Marshan by quite a bit. Yeah, in both of them. Uh, he's the only other one besides Berge with more than fifty shots, and he has a goal. Actually, that surprises me that Bergeron is leading the team in shots. You think, hey, I'm missing the first three games of the season? Put him behind, but... But he nope. always does, right? Bergeron yeah. is, a, is, is a shot machine. 
I mean, that's just shots on goal, right? I mean, if you had it up as if, if, if the basic box cars just included shot attempts, so, so of course he's uh, be a, oh. it would be a thing. It's, yeah, Krug's an interesting one because uh, we're now coming up on an almost in, un, unspeakable number of games with that kind of shooting percentage. Yeah, yeah, and with massive amounts of shots. Last year he took so damn many shots. So it does lead to the question: Is like, where was his goal scoring early in his career a mirage, or are we about, or, or are we creating towards Tory Krug going on like some ridiculous like twenty goals and twenty game streak in a massive recorrection? Well, I want the massive recorrection. I would prefer the latter, of course, but I'm I'm trying to you know be fair. Obviously, the answer is going to be somewhere in the middle, but let's yep. hear people's thoughts on, on in either direction here. Uh. His early goals, uh, goal scoring was a mirage. He was new to the NHL, came in, in the playoffs, no tape on the guy, and he just lit up the Rangers in the 2013 uh, second round of the playoffs. Lit him up. Like, the guy was unstoppable. Four in goals series. in five games. Yeah. yeah. And I remember him carrying it at his own, doing twirls, and just evading everyone. Like, the guy was... A, a Everyone's like, who the fuck is this 13-year-old? Exactly. Like, <laughs> how, how did he get by security? <laughs> he was hidden inside Zdeno Charles' hockey bag. But uh, now he's been around a bit. I, I think they know that the guy's got a shot. And with, like, who scores on slap shots anymore? Not you know, many. Yeah. But at the same time, and again, I don't, wasn't expecting to score like that. But keep in mind, he also scored... Rather prodigiously, his first full season as well, True. in terms of goals. Um, and the season after that, really, last year was the first one where it was kind of where it was kind of dicey. Yeah. So he did get yeah. two full seasons. So he has a significant enough sample size where he was scoring goals at a decent rate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. And no one shoots at one point eight percent unless they're like, especially if they've ever not shot at one eight point eight percent, because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think he's that bad, but I don't think he's. As good as he was the first two years, I think he'll land somewhere in the middle. For the yeah, rest I'm not of expecting to go back to a 12% shooting average or whatever he was some of those years, but like, I got that stat actually right here. So his first full season, he had 14 goals. The following 12, his shooting percentage drops every year. Um, shit, I just went too far. 7.7, 5.9, and then yep. you get last year's 1.6. Yeah, so I, I would like to see Krug back up to at least five. And that would be that would be great, but uh, yeah, he's never been, cr- been crazy. But like that five point nine, that's a it's a be that's an awful low number to even to um uh, to, to, to expect to meet. And I think a one point six or one point eight isn't likely to be what Krug is. Oh, I agree. Even a three percent shooting percentage would be fantastic. Yeah, three percent last year would have gotten him seven point three two goals. That's still a little on the low side, but um. Not very ambitious, and it is still a marked improvement. So we'll see. He's gonna. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's the thing. It's that that first series really skewed people's view because even in the later years, only fourteen and twelve goals are not really that many, even from the blue line. Good lord, like he, Chara, he's shooting. Uh, I, I, I just I'm just looking at uh, shooting percentages for what we consider late defensemen. Uh, and Chara's best shooting percentage came in 2013-14, uh, 10%, 17 goals. 
holy shit, and he blew himself out of the water there, too. Yeah. He, um, about... Because like, like, he hadn't been above 6% since 0809. Going off topic, uh, I really love Chara. I think we've gotten too used to him just always being there. He's but... gotten, and then Chara's gotten really unfair rap in the media and in fans the last couple of years too, because he's being unfairly compared to what he was when he was, you know, not thirty nine fucking years old. Yeah. Um, How did this guy only win one Norris Trophy though? Considering everyone agrees, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer too. Yeah. Okay. I'm over for it. The same, for the same reason Patrice didn't win um, Selkie last year. Yeah. Yeah. The professional or hockey writers are stupid. Oh, that one's worse. 2013 is worse than Kopitar winning it as like, oh, lifetime achievement. Even though we still got like 10 more years. Because um, um, this isn't even just a bitterness thing. It's like Caves is um, not actually that great. No, he's really not. Yeah, I remember uh, Puck Daddy uh, <laughs> went absolutely berserk uh, when uh, Taves won the uh, Selkie a few years back. None of none of the guys could justify it. They they went crazy. Oh, they're usually right. they're usually pretty even keeled and usually go against the Bruins, um, but they, even they couldn't uh, justify that. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's a tricky one, and anyone. It's hard to argue against Bergie because every if you, any deep dive shows people try to invent have tried to invent new stats before mm-hmm. to try to find a way to say that he's not the best defensive forward and um, and every time he still comes up on top. Yeah, I think the gr- oh, go ahead. He could just be the greatest defensive player right now in general. Yeah. Um, well, what was it that um, uh, that piece trying to find the best centers that um, uh, that Andrew Berkshire wrote for Sportsnet a few we- a few um, about a month back? Yeah, that's that was the his one conclusion. What? Yeah, that was his conclusion is that he was the, the Patrice Bergeron was the best defensive player. And a little backstory in, in playing right now for our yeah. listeners who aren't familiar with uh, is it Berkshire or Berkshire? Berkshire. Well. Uh, <laughs> Berkshire, Berkshire, whatever. He, for the longest time, was the um, person in charge of Sports Nation's uh, Montreal Canadiens forum. Uh, guy hates the Bruins, so I'm sure uh, it it pained him, troubles him very much when he hit submit on that article stating Bergeron was the best. Uh, he seems leveled out a little more on his well, overall he has hockey to be sense media now, right? Yeah, well, he, but pro- I mean, you he's could a professional. Say that, but there's enough, yeah. there's enough other sports writers that are not even keeled about Things. their teams that they like and stuff like that. So, Carl Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I, so just for the shits of it, I pulled up Taves' stats. Why is this guy making ten million dollars? His Best season was in... Stan Bowman's overrated GM! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but his best season was in the 10-11 season when he had 76 points and only 32 goals. That's not it's not great. Yeah. And Bowman really put a lot of that team together. He just made it, he made sure it stayed together. 
he inherited the exactly. He inherited the first cup winner. He did nothing to make that first cup winner happen. Yeah, like, I think like John. I think like signing John Madden might have been his only major addition to that team. Um. So and I'm being awfully generous by using the term major when talking about John Madden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but his charity work it. is fantastic. Yes. God, I got to get bumper stickers too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, Bowman does deserve credit because he managed to, after having blow, having had to blow up that team to get it back to being a, 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 a cup competitor. But again, it's because it's all that core that he inherited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're not saying Taves is a bad player. It's just he's not, he sure as fuck isn't a $10.5 million player. He's not elite. No. He's good defensively. He'd be a he'd be a, a number one center on most teams, but he's not. He's someone I would love to have as my number two center on most teams. Yeah, <laughs> I will say he is consistent in his goal scoring. Last three seasons, twenty eight goals. I bet he'll score twenty eight this year. He's on pace for seventeen. God, I fucked ah, up with my stats. God, suck it, Taze. Stupid. All right, well, never mind. <laughs> I also messed up with my uh, Krug prediction, but that's okay. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. <laughs> it's uh, okay. I thought he was going to have 60 points this year, so... Not over yet. 20 goals, 20 games. Blowing up. I saw a tweet, apparently. Uh, uh, Tuka Rask's um, uh, win, of, uh, a record, rec- win record of 11 out of his first 13 starts is the best for any Bruins goaltender. Since 1972, 1973. Well, um, get, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, uh, let's. I, I have a, a microphone hidden in the Trey Tuca uh, uh, boardroom. Let, let's take a live listen. I think I you need to do some fancy editing here for later on because I'm pulling something up. No, exactly. <laughs> Just a. There's nothing. Nowhere. Yeah, um, Tuca is really good, although uh, I do think our defense is better. I saw a stat out there that the shot quality he is facing, yes, <laughs> yes, there's now live crickets in the boardroom, um, who the hell did that? Uh, the, the shot quality Tuca is facing is, uh, the shots are easier to save compared to last year's shots. Uh, but Tuca's still playing better. He seems to feed off what you give him. So if you work hard for him, he'll work hard for you. If you don't work hard for him, he'll uh, he'll he'll, pitch, he'll flip you off and throw milk crates onto the ice. I saw a tweet too, and it was a, a quote from uh, goalie Bob saying that he's not married to his technique as mm-hmm. much this year, where he seems to be a little bit more reactionary. Which is good for him. Uh, you know, that's, I don't know where I that's saw a pretty that. good point because that was when he has bad de- positional goaltending kind of breaks down when your defense is a, a sieve. That's a good point. And that's, and that's an interesting thing to look at in general about this team this year is that a lot of players that we didn't think play features of this team, not even just players that we didn't think were terribly adaptable are proving to be very much so. Uh, even Whether Schooner. you're talking about Claude or Chara or Tuca or, hell, guys like Marchand, who's, you know, turning into a playmaking machine despite yeah. not scoring goals right now. 
if we could just get some better backup goaltending, maybe find a few ways to score more goals, maybe improve that power play, this team is good. I mean, I know yeah, those are kind of those, those are big ifs. I know. I, I did see a, t- a tweet stream this morning. Can't remember from who. This a stats guy of some sort, basically showing a series of charts to saying it's like, you know what? Maybe we should start being scared of the Bruins. Because Bru- we were like top five or six in so many different um, advanced stat categories right now. I think our five on five Corsi's uh, a lead again. I believe that was the case. Our, uh, I think the big one that people have been making a big deal about, and again, it's, I don't particularly like this stat, mm-hmm. but our uh, our goals, um, uh, our, our X goals for percentage, mm-hmm. this is the expected goals based on shooting, lo- shooting on shot numbers and, lo- and, and shooting locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it's trying to plug too many variables and <laughs> variables into something. Something plus calling calling it expected just irks me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, what for whatever you get out of that stat, we are currently like um, from a defensive. I think our X goals against are sky high compared to, rest of the, a lot of the rest of the league right now. Or mm. something like that. I don't have it in front of me, so I might have that backwards. But that's fine. I believe you anyway. I'll blindly believe you. I'll blindly follow. Just fear the bear. And don't poke the bear. Don't poke it. It'll bite you. I saw a stuffed polar bear at Michigan State. Those things are huge. Those th- the polar bears are very large. They are not small. Yeah, I did not realize they were that big. This is where, you know, this is barely on topic, but I felt like this is actually pretty on topic because we are talking about bears. When I went to Alaska, I saw a stuffed grizzly and Kodiak. In the uh, Anchorage airport. Oh, yeah, that was cool. The stuffed polar bear they have in the um, Yellowknife airport, which incidentally is in the process of um, uh, attacking a stuffed seal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually a fairly small polar bear, and it's kind of a letdown, because like, elsewhere I've seen like a rug made of one, and it's like an entire goddamn room. Yeah. I, I would, that's, that's why I'm an indoor enthusiast. You don't see any bears inside. The oh, great doors. Yeah. Anything else? Any final uh, final questions or comments or concerns? Bruce? Um, just, just need to score just a little bit more. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. What's Cruz's you know, is like this year, I think too? Toronto comes back in a month. Um, now, it's going to lead to some interesting decisions, because then we're, gonna, we're going to have... Um, a few too many um, forwards. Um, obviously, Carly's going to go down. Uh, Jimmy Hayes will be, you know, locked in, locked in someone's tool shed. And uh, I think the numbers. I'm sure, Doctor Schaller can put him into some type of experiment. <laughs> <laughs> He's a well-known scientist. <laughs> um, actually, by the time this podcast is out, we will know the name of the Las Vegas franchise. Yes. Tuesday, mm-hmm. at the beautiful T-Mobile Arena, it is going to be announced. I like T-Mobile. I think I, uh, I like, and anytime I drive by a T-Mobile store, they got that really cool looking pink stores and stuff, I think I'm going to the club. Yeah, magenta. <laughs> yeah. And then I get in there, I'm like, oh, not what I expected. Oh, you have cell phones here, right. <laughs> yeah. No drinks? What the heck? 
All I wanted was a beer garita, and you guys can't deliver. All, right, well, all I wanted was a $15 beer garita. <laughs> Speaking of drinks, is it that time already? The bare necessities. The bare necessities. Um, we don't have a budget, so we don't. I, we already used up all our music budget on the uh, regular intro. Who's who wants to talk about what they're drinking? All right, Anthony, go. I do because my boss bought me this beer because he's an idiot and shouldn't bet against me. So I like expensive beer because mm-hmm. I'm kind of hipster like that. And there is a four pack of. 22 ounce bottles of Julius Ector's premium wife's beer, and it's a dunkel, and it's absolutely fucking amazing. Nice. Makes me so ungodly happy. I was so sure I was going to win this bet at work that I told my boss that I would buy him a 12 pack of his beer because it's, well, it's Budweiser, so it's shit. Um, just to even out the price. Plus, you can pay for that with like couch money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, am I allowed to ask, uh, uh, what was this bet? Are you allowed to... Oh, yeah. Okay. So the bet was, I had finished a printer, mm-hmm. and engin- one of the engineering groups was going to take it so they could perform an upgrade. And the bet was that they would be done their upgrade before 10 o'clock in the morning. No way. To, in their credit, they were close. They heard about this bet, and they were like, <laughs> we're going to make Tony pay up for it because we're jerks. But they were done at 11:30. Ah, well, that actually seems like a kind of a, definitely a win for you, but a win-win for the company because uh, it was still done somewhat on time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You should do that every uh, every time. Yeah. As an HR professional. Second, second uh, beer bet I've made with my boss. Second one I've won. <laughs> As an HR professional, I definitely think it's a good idea to make alcoholic bets with your boss. Um. <laughs> But if it works, it works. Uh, who's next? Uh, I'll tell you what I will probably not be drinking. What's that, Jeff? The White Russians that I was drinking during the last show um, made my Thursday <laughs> a less than great day. Oh, God. <laughs> because Jeez. I drank five. Whoa! Wow. See, I have nothing against drinking five beverages, but five white Russians, just the cream and the alcohol, yeah, they're, you're good for one or two, but your stomach, not your liver, your stomach takes the beating. I, my everything took the beating next day. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, the reasons that I was drinking that much had carried over to work the next day as well, and then I was hungover, so it just, you know, made it worse. Oh, so, God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Well, you know, I'm self-inflicted. I probably could have chosen to drink literally anything else. Um, and uh, my plan to try to crowdsource my drinking choice that night didn't work out so go- so, 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 so well, as all of you as participants know. Um, well, we had discussed gin and tonics on the last episode. Yeah, that, that would have been out. a much better choice, because gin and tonics, for me, generally results in a pretty gentle hangover. Yeah. I told you gin and tonics in that crowdsourcing, Fred, too. You did. You did. I gave you two chances. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to make myself miserable. <laughs> YOLO. <sighs> hey, sometimes you just gotta. Actually, that was more like Yodo. You only die once. Uh, mm, yeah. It just lasts all of the next day. Side note, that was a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a fun one to listen to. I, I still need to go back and listen to it. Uh, I feel yeah. bad for missing out. 
Justice and you can you legitimately tell as track my, my track my progression of drunkenness as the show goes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yep. Um, Jeff was drunk. I was drunk. It was great. In my old podcasting days, I uh, did a, a podcast for a local distillery, um, a gin gin distillery, and you can t- it's it the podcast. It's a long one, ninety minutes long. And you can tell at the start, everyone's sober. And you can tell at the end, everyone is hammered. <laughs> I mean, like... I need to hear this. I'll, uh... uh I'll, hell, I'll just tell you. Uh, the Less Desirables and the podcast episodes with Sutler's Gin. Just, you can find it on iTunes. You can search for it. I mean, it's, it's uh, ridiculous. Uh, and they actually censor all the F-words. And the entire podcast is pretty much just one loud beep. <laughs> uh, one loud slurred beep. Uh, moving on. Is there so, uh, do you want to discuss? I don't have a plan, really. Just okay. not that. You know what? Sometimes uh, the bare necessities is knowing what not to drink. Yes. Uh, who's next? Me or, uh, me or you, Tim? Doesn't matter. Actually, I got. I'll go last because I got something special. I'm gonna surprise you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I am actually gonna be continuing on my run of um, Captain and Apple Cider. Woo! Because it's been going great, and I love it a lot. I mean, that sounds wonderful. You know, I can't uh, trust myself to drink rum, but uh, it does sound wonderful. It's just great, and you know. Why Why mess with greatness? You don't. You don't mess with greatness. You don't. So that's what I've been drinking, and that's what I'm going to continue to mm. drink. That's what I'm having right now. Well, I go, we're saving the best for last, boys. Uh, I typically like to get a little bit wild, go you know, kind of off the deep end during the week of Thanksgiving. It's been a a horrible tradition of mine since I was. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's this week, isn't it? Yeah, since I was fourteen. Yep. Uh, this is American Thanksgiving, Jeff. You're not allowed to participate. Um, Real one. So, My passport disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, I need to do something a bit bit crazy. It's been uh, I've been seeing a lot of crazy stuff lately. So I got myself a big old bottle of Old Granddad whiskey, and I'll be mixing it with ginger ale. I approve. Huh? I approve. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's like last year for Thanksgiving, we I did a a bourbon punch, that was terrific. Oh. Did bourbon, apple slices, apple cider, apple, hard apple cider, and then like a little bit of ginger ale for fizz. Oh. Fuck, it was good. Okay, I got some apple cider in the fridge too. I'm just gonna I'm gonna make that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Bourbon and apple, it's a great pairing. Yeah. I uh. Uh, I don't. As I've mentioned uh, a few too many times, I was in Michigan last weekend, and apple cider is kind of a big deal there. So I actually bought some uh, artisan apple cider up there. Very nice. I'm living in the, the apple producing capital of Canada. Oh, <laughs> so you 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 got good access to the stuff? I do. Um, I'm gonna actually do one rant against the uh, East Lansing suburban ice warehouse whatever the hell it was called okay so i go in there 
I'm like, I want some Michigan State style hockey socks. Oh, they're over there. I'm like, oh, I thank you. I will pick them up. Wait, are they for you? I'm like, yes. I indicated I want a pair of Michigan State uh, hockey socks. Those won't, those won't work. Why? They're for kids. Like, okay, can you direct me to the adult section of your hockey socks? I want Michigan State hockey socks. I feel like it's fitting. Oh, uh, they're over there. Like, okay, I see they're at the top. I'm too short. Could you, uh, can someone assist me in getting them? Oh, I got some behind the counter. They're in this, this bag. I'm like, okay, yes, give them to me. Is there anything else? I'm like, well, I got my skate sharpened. Do you need them sharpened again? No, I, you, you just sharpened them for me. So I finally leave and buy, I buy them. I get the hell out of there. I get home two days later. Open the bag. They did not give me Michigan State hockey socks. They gave me North Dakota. What the hell? Uh, North uh, Dakota. Why did, have, why did they have Nodak hockey socks? I don't know, but they gave me the wrong ones. <laughs> I mean, you know, Nodak's cool and all. But... Yeah, I'll still wear them. At least they're white. <laughs> the right colors, right? Yeah. No, but it's like... Yeah, yeah, I, I can see the confusion, but they're clearly North Dakota. You're just repping Zane. Yeah. No, that's for the Zane best. Zane's membrane. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I actually have them in the wash. I need to put them in the dryer now. I like to get them a little bit tight. I should have gotten the kid's size. I like, anyway. So, um, now that I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight uh, over that, um, you've been listening to barreling on topic you can find us on um itunes soundcloud stitcher and google play i still give myself a pat on the back for doing that after yeah months Full year. Uh, yeah i know um it's amazing how selfish you can be it's like no one uses google play who the hell uses a droid oh i do because i just got a droid so we're also on twitter barely on topic we're on facebook um uh, I, I, of the two, I prefer Twitter. Just It's nice and convenient. You can do it on your phone real easy. Uh, we also like to hang out on bobby2bergie.com where we will... Dis- what? what do we do there? We just hang out. We hang out, shoot the shit in the morning, watch yeah. games together, and, you know, shoot some more shit. Really, it's kind of like this show, except in, you know, long form and with more participants. Yeah. yeah. And just text. And, and gifts. There's gifts. Oh, yes, yes. Definitely we, gifts. We tell Sister that cilantro is disgusting because it's awful. No, cilantro is great yes, and you're fine. Go in there wrong is what you're saying. I'm what? You go in there and then be wrong is what you're saying, Anthony. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I go Actually, in there and I'd be right because cilantro tastes like grass clippings. Hey, Tim, is cilantro good or bad? I honestly could take it or leave it. Ah, crap! There That's goes an my... unusual thing. Cilantro's yeah. usually a lot more polarizing than that. Yeah. No, like, it's... if it's if it's on something, I'll eat it. But I like I won't go out of my way to put it on anything. Mm. But I won't pick it off anything either. Okay. If there's a lot of it, I pick it off. I can handle it if there's not a lot of it. But I don't have the whole like genetic disorder thing where it tastes like soap. It just it tastes like I just ate some grass clippings. I and got... as a former soccer player, I have that frame of reference. Okay, I was going to say you have a lot of experience there, but apparently you do. Okay. Yes, I do. Um... I uh, I will actually just eat cilantro. Just, just I'll just eat it. <laughs> so you can find us on Boggy, Boggy, Bobby to Bergie, uh, where we discuss cilantro. 
and bagels uh, from time to time. Bagels, cilantro, onions. Really, food. Yeah. Food is a big, big. We don't uh, really talk about food. hockey. Food, cats and dogs. Um, yeah. whatever bullshit's happening at work that day, and uh, and a bit of hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Me failing to post gifts because I still can't. Like, I just keep failing. Anyway, you should, you should see a doctor about that. I'm not that kind of doctor. I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, no, who is? Collins, exactly. <laughs> well, that's about it. Um, there's one last thing that must be stated. Word. You got it. Uh, that was fun. <laughs>